Hurry in during Ram Truck Month and discover what it truly means to drive a truck that's built to serve. Ram 3500 with an available legendary Cummins engine. Ram TRX, the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. And Ram 1500, ranked number one in driver appeal among large light-duty pickups in 2022. That's three years in a row by J.D. Power. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Hey, you guys. What's going on? Welcome to The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. That's right, it does. Um, I'm your host, Peter Sears, and before we start, just do me a favor. Uh, if you're listening on an Apple Podcast or Spotify or any of those places, subscribe, like, share, leave a review. It helps me in the algorithm, and since you guys are listening, I know you want to help me. So go ahead and do that for me. That'd be awesome. And before we start, I always have to let you know this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Performa.com. That's right, Performa. They have all of your fitness accessory needs. And since this is supposed to be a health and fitness themed podcast, what better sponsor to work with? Um, They've been with me uh, for a while. Actually, I've been with them. I've been ride or die. I just thought about it. I think I discovered my first shaker cup from them uh, six years ago because... The first one I ever bought, and this is just part of, I mean, this isn't part of the advertising, but, you know, um, the first one that I ever bought was the first time I worked at the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Oklahoma City, which was six years ago, uh, right about, right around the same time. Um, So, and that supplement store isn't even there anymore, which is kind of sad, because, you know, that's where I bought my first Performa Shaker Cup. But anyway, um, they have shaker cups, meal prep bags, meal prep containers, uh, workout towels, wrist straps, wrist straps, all sorts of things. They have uh, superhero, they have baseball, they have Game of Thrones, Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, wrestlers, um, so many things. So go to performer.com, enter promo code 10 pounds, that's the word 10, the word pounds, and save 15%. And as always, this podcast is brought to you also by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. That's right. Bucked up. They have all of your supplement needs. Any vitamins, nutrients that you might. I don't know why I said nutrients, but still. Um, multivitamins, protein powders, creatine powders, uh, amino acids, pre-workout, intra-workout, you know, um, everything. All the vitamins, glutamine, arginine, all those things. They, they even have a line of supplements made for pregnant women. So you're welcome. It's called Bumped Up, but it's in the same it's under the same umbrella. Um, you could also order samples if you don't want to commit to a whole month supply of one of their pre-workouts or whatever. I'll give you a hint. Um, my favorite flavor of all the pre-workouts is called, are you ready for this? Killa OJ. <laughs> it's fucking great. Anyway, um, go to buckedup.com, enter promo code 10 pounds one zero and the word pounds, and you'll save 20% off your order. And as always, uh... I gotta give you guys a little workout song that I've been listening to lately. If I take you everywhere, then well, you wouldn't know how to walk. If I spoke on your behalf, then well, you wouldn't know how to talk. If I gave you everything, and everything is what I bought, I can take it all back. I never care about. So that is a song called Rodeo um, by Lil Lil Nas X. Also, sorry, 
Um, that song also features a uh, guest spot by Big Nas. Yeah, that's right. Nas Escobar, uh, arguably the greatest rapper alive. Arguably, I said. Um, I'm not the... Not that I, like, I like Nas. I do. I listen to him. There's actually a song that I really like by, by him. Um, I forget what it's called. I'll have to find it. But anyway... Um, but, you know, some people say that Nas is the best rapper alive. Um, I got a list. Here's an order of my list. It goes Reggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Busy. Andre from Outkast, Jader, Corrupt, Nas, and then me. <laughs> That's not my list. That's Eminem's list. Uh, for me, I put M at the top. He's my, he's my favorite rapper. And then you probably have Jay-Z. After that, uh, maybe uh, Tupac. After that... Um, yeah, so that's, that's for me, Biggie. Um, anyway, what's up you guys? Uh, just me today. Thank you guys for listening last week to the episode with Catherine. I, uh, God, I had so many technical difficulties. I, I, so we did a zoom, but I have really bad internet here. And, uh, um, it recorded and then but I it wasn't like in the cloud when I recorded it and I was like so I had to go like with zoom and kind of going back and forth with them and you know it showed me that it recorded but I just wasn't able to upload it or download it or whatever anyway I, I was back and forth with the people at zoom and then they were able to retrieve it and we got the interview and she's great so uh, thank you, Catherine, and uh, hopefully you guys learned something. I don't know. I like having guests, you know, I, I do, but, you know, with me being in the middle of nowhere and not having good internet, I was like, eh, that's probably not the best for me to do that uh, again. I don't want that to happen to me again, and so um, so it's just me this week, but I had a, a great week, as great as you could have in Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> Um, yeah, Wichita's weird, man, because I've been there, God, probably four or five times, I think, at this point, somewhere around there, and, uh, it is, it's not my favorite place, I'll be honest, <laughs> but it's a place I work, you know, and when you're at my level, you don't just get to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm only going to go here. Like, you got to just, you know, take the jobs. And, and I'm, I'm grateful for every opportunity. Like, at the end of the day, if you're going to pay me to tell jokes, let's fucking go, you know? Uh, I I would hope, this is this is my goal. And I tell people this, and I mean it. Um, you know, I have certain clubs that have, you know, worked me for a while and then I have clubs that I just started working and whatever and you know I'm only I'm only going to you know I'm only gonna get bigger do you know what I mean like my my star is only gonna keep I mean I hope that right like what if it's the complete opposite what if I've already hit my peak <laughs> that would fucking suck dude uh, yeah but you know, I'm always I always tell people like, look, as long as you keep being good to me, like I'll come back when I'm famous. You might have to charge a little bit more and whatever, but like I'll come back, dude. And and I mean it, like I will. 
And so, you know, Wichita is a place where, like I said, I've been there several times. It's kind of, uh, it's on the up and up, I think. I, I, I just, in the time that I've been going there, I've seen, you know, different, uh, like, you know, restaurants and bars and different things, like, kind of pop up. It's just, There's not a lot to do, I'll be honest. But there is, like, a little strip of, like, bars and clubs. And even, like, next to the comedy club, they just open, like, a little venue that's not really open all the time, but then there's also, like, a little coffee shop kind of thing, which I thought was cool because um, it wasn't there last time, and I went and got some writing done, and, you know, there's something about there's something about going to a coffee shop to write. I don't know what it is. Like, I think if I had an office, and because and, I'll say this, you know, when we were staying, uh, when, when Asher and I had our place in Oklahoma City, last year uh you know i had a little office set up and there was something about like going into my office to get like my work done like that's where i would do a lot of these podcasts especially the ones when i was like interviewing people through zoom and whatnot and uh the other podcasts that i was hosting like a lot of stuff but i had like you know i had like my little desk set up and i had you know my decorations on the back and you know, it was cool, and but I also would ma- force myself to go in there and write so I wouldn't be in front of the TV and just, just stuff like that. And so, obviously, I don't have my office right now set up because I'm homeless, technically. Um, and so, it's like, for me, sometimes going to a coffee shop is kind of, it, you know, it, it acts as an office for me. And so, I did. And so, I got, got some writing done and whatever went there. But my point is, is... There's not a lot to do in Wichita, but there is, like like I said, there's like a little strip with like clubs and bars and stuff, and I'm not a bar and club person. One, I don't drink. Two, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, if you're not trying to get laid, kind of takes the fun out of going to a club. (laughs) Like, as someone who doesn't drink and is not trying to get laid, there is no reason for me to be in a city and go to a club. Like... Yeah, like, I I mean, yeah, like, I can dance and whatever, but it's just like, I don't know, dude, like, I'm just, you know, I'm 43, that's not, it's not what I want to do anymore. Now, what I do want to do is get, you know, not really high, but get a little stoned after my shows, have some food, and maybe just hang out or watch something, like a movie or something, that's kind of like the highlight of my night, I mean, not the highlight of my night, but like, that's kind of how I wind down these days, watching highlights, you know, I was... You know, the, the the one thing about being on the road, especially in a different time zone, is, uh, you know, as the shows are winding down, you know, usually because I'm a couple hours ahead, the Dodgers are starting, so I get to watch the, uh, the end of the Dodger game. So it's like, you know, I'm stoned, I'm eating, I'm watching, and, but also, that was my next point, was that, um, you know, as I have these places that I go to on a regular basis now, you know, like regular meaning like once a year, that's kind of how most comics do it. You have your rotation of clubs that you work every year. Um, you know, I know where I'm going to eat, you know, I kind of have that and Wichita is great for this one reason, although I have a bone to pick. Um, so one of the great things, and I fell in love with it immediately, as you guys know, I love barbecue fucking love barbecue i love when i go to a town 
that I've never been and I discover like a new barbecue place. Like I can tell you all the places I've been to and that I go, you know, kind of frequently. And I can tell you where the good barbecue is for the most part, if there if there is one there. I didn't actually get to find one in Minneapolis, but that's okay. It's not really a place that's known for barbecue. I did have a Juicy Lucy when I was there, and that was fucking delicious. And Thanks to uh, my buddy Anita and uh, her husband Ryan, who are expecting... Uh, I think they're due in a couple months, I think. I don't... Fuck, dude. It's going to be bad of me. I don't remember when they're due. Um, but anyway... So, you know, the first time I went to Wichita, which would have been, the first time I worked there would have been 2017, I think, yeah, because, fun story, and I'll tell that story, because I don't think I've told it on here before, um, so, Wichita, you work the club Thursday, Friday, Saturday, one show Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and on Friday, like, the first time, like, so Friday, they used to you know, come to the condo. They have a condo there. And oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> okay. So I think I've, you know, I've talked about it on here before, but like some clubs, you know, have a condo that we stay at when we're there or they have a, um, whatchamacallit, a hotel that they put us up in, you know, some clubs do not all. And then some clubs, it's just like, well, here it is. This is, the rate, you know, get here however you need to get here, <laughs> stay wherever you need to stay, we're not paying for any of that shit, which fucking sucks, dude, because in the old days, that's not how it was, not even in the old days, like, for me, but just in the old days of comedy, like, in the 80s and such, um, um, whatchamacallit, but now it's just, like, so many clubs are just cutting costs by not putting up the openers, which, it, it fucking sucks, dude, but, I w the one thing I will say about the Looney Bin Clubs is they have places for us to stay. So, um, <laughs> but anybody, if there's any comics that are listening to this right now, um, and you want to work the Looney Bin, <laughs> just know that, um, yes, they will put you up, and some of their houses are really nice. The one in Wichita is not one of them. It's not a shithole, but, um, so they have this building where the comedy club is, and what they have done is built a condo inside the building. So basically, there's a comedy club, and then on the other side of the fucking wall, they built a fucking condo. And I don't know how much that costs or whatever, but it's fucking weird, because if you're in the condo one, when the show's going on, you could hear the show, like it's on the other side of the wall. But also, because of where they built it, this condo has no windows in it, and it's fucking creepy, dude. I don't know, y you know, it's one thing when you're, like, in Vegas, you know, there's windows, like, you can kind of see, but, like, you know, you're kind of enclosed, but, like, you know that you're in a casino, there's no clocks, whatever. But when you're in this condo in Wichita, there are no windows, and... It's in a part of town where, you know, it's, it's in downtown Wichita, but it's not downtown, like, there's not a lot going on. Like, yeah, like a few, in a, a couple blocks away, there's bars and clubs, but where the comedy club is, is a very quiet street. So at night, dude, 
that shit's borderline like scary like it looks like somewhere that you would go to murder people and it's actually i think i've talked about it on here before years ago or but like the first time i went there i got this really great idea for like a horror film um not really a horror film more like a thriller more like a silence of the lambs type of uh slasher type of movie um but i got the idea because this place like like basically at night if you're doing something in that fucking building and you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing no one's going to fucking hear i mean granted you know you if you're if you're in the condo you're probably staying with one or two of the other comics that are working there that weekend but like um after so okay sorry i'm going to be all over the place but so the looney bin chain of comedy clubs there's four clubs okay tulsa oklahoma city little rock and wichita and what do all those places have in common they're all within driving distance of one another you know some are three hours some are maybe four hours there's no club that's more than four hours away but most of them are about three hours away from each other give or take um and you work the clubs you know with the exception of of wichita which is thursday through saturday you work the clubs wednesday through friday or wednesday through saturday and so let's say like in for example like let's say i worked wichita which i did uh thursday through saturday and let's say the following week i'm working in tulsa right i have two options one i could go home depending on where i live you know some guys are kind of a little bit more local um or I can go home, back to L.A., whatever, and then come back and be in Tulsa by Wednesday. Or what they let you do is stay in their condo until that Wednesday, sometimes to Tuesday. Then you can head to the next city, and then the condo's cleaned out. They clean it out. You know, they have they usually have a, a person that works at the club whose job it is to clean the condo out, which, fuck, if that's not a shitty job. I mean, I can't speak for myself. I'm always very respectful because I want to get booked Everywhere I go, I want to get booked again, but I can't imagine that all the comics are the same way. I imagine that the people that clean the condos find some fucking shit sometimes in those condos. Uh, that being said, so there have been times when I was going to the next club from Wichita, especially when uh, when I was emceeing because I wasn't getting paid a lot and so it didn't make any sense for me to fly all the way back to, to LA only to fly myself right back out, you know, and work one of the other clubs. So point is when you're staying there by yourself, you know, you could get murdered and no one would know for a few days, or you could murder somebody and no one would know for a few days, which is the moral of the story that I was trying to get to was, you know, staying there. I kind of got this idea for this movie that I want to write and I've been writing on it, you know, for years. It just, I'm not a script writer, you know, so, like, I feel like I would need to, like, act, like, I know what I want to happen in the movie, front, beginning, to end, um, I just don't know how to get there in the middle and all that other stuff, like, I kind of have some general, you know, outline points that I want to make, but I would like to make that movie someday, because it was inspired by this fucking place, so, anyway, it's fucking creepy, dude, and, like I said, there's not a lot to do there, so, um, and there's not a lot to eat there. Like there's the barbecue. Okay. Oh, so this is what I was going to tell you. So, um, I think I got 
I think I got sidetracked, but um, the first time I went there, no one told me this. And uh, so on Friday, the owner, or not the owner, but the manager would come and pick us up and take us to this barbecue place. It's called Pig In, Pig Out. It's just award-winning. They have all these ribbons and trophies and stuff from all these competitions they won. And what they would do is, uh, I, I know I've talked about it on here before, I just don't know what episode, um, but they would give you, they would just give you a big old tray of all the stuff, sausage, ribs, brisket, pulled pork, all that stuff, a big old tray of it, bring out some sides, uh, let us eat what we could eat, you know, all we could eat, they would put more in the plate, or in, in, the, in the pan, but the cool thing was that after we were done eating, we would take the tray back, and they would fill it up with more barbecue, and then we could take that back to the condo, so we had food to eat the rest of the weekend. And I don't know, I know, I, I know I've talked about it on this show before, but you know, a lot of comedy clubs, Looney Bin being one of them, um, they don't feed us. What, Peter? Yeah, like, you know, they pay us what they pay us. And they say, okay, if you're going to eat, it's half price if you want to eat here. And for me, you guys know me, I eat eat very healthy. I'm, you know, I I don't slack off. I mean, do I have a cheat meal here and there? Of course. I'm about to get into that part. But, you know, most comedy clubs are not the healthiest food. So, you know, for example, like at the Looney Bin, I want to say, I know they have nachos. Um... Some of the Looney Bin have, like, some kind of, like, bowl with, like, I don't even know what the fuck is in the bowl. Um, it's like a baked kind of thing. Um, some Looney Bins have, like, chicken fingers. They're all a little bit different, but it's about the same. It's shit food. Nachos, chicken fingers. I think some of them have, like, a burger and fries or something. Not all of them do. Um, and if you know me, you guys, I'm not going to eat that shit. It's just not worth the calories it's not worth feeling like shit to me. Like, I'll have a cheat meal. Like, and like I said, you know, I have my cities that I go to. I know my barbecue, but I also know, like, maybe like, like you know, I talked about last week a little bit. Um, you know, I know Tulsa, which I'm going to be in next weekend, has this burger place that I love, and that'll be my cheat meal for that for that, you know, weekend. But um, I'm not going to pay anything for food that's shitty like if if you're first of all if you're a comedy club and you're not feeding your comics shame on you now i will say like wichita they would give us the barbecue and let us have food you know we had all you could eat and then we got to fill it up so we would have food for the rest of the weekend which i appreciated because if you're not going to feed us and i'm not going to eat your shitty food like it's nice to have food because we're not getting paid a lot and then to have to pay for food while we're there just kind of you know what i mean so, um, that was a cool thing, but like I said, a lot of comedy clubs don't give you food. They just make you pay half price or whatever, and I won't do that. I will not eat at a comedy club that charges us for food. Now, if drinks and whatever are half price, which is usually the case, like some comedy clubs, um, maybe they give you half price, you know, alcohol or whatever, but I don't drink, so it's not an issue for me. But, like, clubs, like, you know, I can think off the top of my head, like, Laughs in Tucson. They give you two drinks or you get food. And so what's Peter going to choose? He's going to choose the food. They actually have pretty good salads there. Um, I'm trying to think of some other clubs 
that I work House of Comedy. Oh, they fed us. And I fucking went to town on that state fair platter. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, some clubs do it right. But the clubs that charge us, I'm not going to eat there. That's fine. So anyway, um, was looking forward to going to Wichita because of the barbecue. That's really the only good thing that I eat there. There's a couple other barbecue places that I've been to and stuff. Um, so I go, uh, we go to the barbecue. So, okay. So, uh, one of the guys that works at the club says, Hey, are you guys going to go to the barbecue spot tomorrow? I was like, yeah, dude, what's the fucking whole point of coming to Wichita? He says, well, you know, uh, you might have to pay for it because they had some issues with back taxes and they closed. And I was like, All right, so now you've taken away my free food that I was looking forward to. And that's what happened. We went, and it was not all you can eat. And we had to pay for it. And it is one of those. So if you guys know me at all, um, the two things that I will order when I go to barbecue place, if they have them, ribs and brisket, okay? Um, And because of COVID or – and I don't know, you know, how – true it is or whatever but you know a lot of places that you go to they claim that the price of beef has and and it might be true you know what's weird is that you know my girlfriend's dad is a rancher and the price that they're selling the cattle hasn't gone up but when you go to places that sell the meat they will claim that the price of beef has gone up so i'm just trying to figure out like well where's this extra money going exactly so but anyway the point is, is that a lot of places that I go to that have barbecue specifically, there's an upcharge for brisket, there's an upcharge for ribs, sometimes there's an upcharge for both of them, which was the case at this place. Uh, so now, not only am I not getting all-you-could-eat barbecue, which, you know, it's, it's you don't have to give me free food. Like, the point is, we kind of got used to it. So now... You know, going back, it's like, yeah, it's really good, but, like, it was better when it was free, and it was all you can eat. Now that I got to pay, I mean, I, I want to say, I had, I spent, like, 25 bucks, I think, somewhere around there, which is kind of what I expect to pay for barbecue, but also, like, you know, it's the same thing where, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to work at Nike for, like, a little bit, and I used to get 40% off, and... When you get 40% off Nike and then you don't anymore and you have to pay full price, you're like, fuck. Or like one of my ex-girlfriends, she used to work at H&M. And so she got like, I want to say like 60% off. And then also like, uh, oh, I didn't even tell you guys this. Maybe I didn't. I honestly, I don't remember if I told you this. But um, when I was working at MedMen, notice I said was I quit MedMen before I left for this trip. (laughs) Um You know, just like any other job, I'm sorry, I told you guys I was going to be all around, all over the place. Uh, Just like any job, you know, whenever I get a job, you know, because I still need some kind of like supplemental income until comedy can pay all my bills or the podcast can pay all my bills. um, Until I get to that point, you know, I got to supplement the income. So, but when I get hired at places, you know, I tell them I do stand up and I tell them I'm going to need days off for travel and 
I think just people just don't believe me, dude. I think people think I'm full of shit or that I'm delusional or that I have like these ass. I'm like, no, dude, like I work like a decent amount. So like when I first started at MedMen, you know, I had it took them like two months to hire me because of background check and fucking I don't know some other shit. And so then by the time that they started me, I had like planned to go to Oklahoma for Christmas and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, they called me to start. I was like, okay, but I didn't know what the deal was. So I am going away for the holidays. And so I took two weeks off there. And then in April, I took three weeks off when I was in Dallas and Houston and whatever. Um, So then I had requested this time, this amount of time off for this trip that I'm on right now. And they said that it was fine. Uh, No, I'm sorry. They didn't say it was fine. They actually told me that I couldn't do it. But we're like, anyway, long story short. Uh, They told me that I couldn't request that much time off, so I quit. (laughs) I said, oh, okay. Um, One of my managers was even like, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't. He was actually really cool about it, but he was like, you know, we can't give you that much time off. He's like, but if you want, like, you know, you have sick time, so like, you know, you just, just, you can just call in sick and use your sick time. I'm like, I don't think that's going to fly, the fact that I asked for a specific amount of days off and then I got them denied but then I'm mysteriously sick on the same days that I requested off like so I just quit before I left um I don't know why I was getting into that shit this is why I need to have touch points um I'm in Wichita I had the barbecue Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Don't remember why I was getting into the fact that I quit that job. But anyway, it'll come back to me. So, um, yeah, I don't remember. So anyway, you know, I paid for the barbecue, whatever. Uh, wasn't ecstatic about it, but it is what it is. It's it's re- it's really good, you know. Um, so... You know, there's not a ton of really good places to eat, especially, like, in the area where the club is, you know, like, there's another barbecue place that's, like, a block away from the club, and I've eaten there every time I've gone there as well, but this last time I went, I think they're kind of, and this is the thing, dude, it's really pissed me off, man. I don't know if you guys have experienced this or not, but there are a lot of places that are going to shit post-COVID. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose. You know, a lot of places are claiming that it's staffing issues and they're short-staffed and blah, blah, blah. But also, like, the quality of, like, food at certain places has kind of gone to... Or, like, what's available when you go to these places is off and you're just like, dude, like, what the fuck, dude? Like... If I'm paying the same price, I should get the same food. And if you're not going to give me the same product, you're going to give me an inferior product than what I'm used to, then you need to bring that fucking price down. So I went to this barbecue place, and it's solid. It's it's solid. It was not solid. And again, they fucking upcharged me for the brisket. And I was just like, this is not the place that the, the, the club takes us to. This is a different place that's right by the club. Um, and I was mad, dude, because I was just like, come on. Then I went to Best Buy, and I don't know if you guys remember, some of you guys may not be old enough to remember Best Buy, because it's kind of going downhill, and honestly, in the last couple of times I've been to Best Buy, 
It's not looking good for them. Um, but you you would go into Best Buy and like there would just be like a fucking army of people working there. And you can I help you with something? You walk around. You need help with finding anything? Like da 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 da, you know. And now there's been a couple different times. I just went into two different Best Buys over the weekend because I was looking for an XLR cable. I left one of my uh, XLR cables for my recorder that I'm recording this on uh, back home. And so I was looking for just another one so I could hook up the other mic and. Uh, Walked around Best Buy for like 15 minutes. Not one fucking person came up to me and asked me if I needed help. And I'm like, what the fuck has happened? Like these restaurants that are serving inferior product. These places where there's hardly anybody working. And it's just like, I'm fucking done with it, dude. Like, if the world's ending, just fucking, just end this shit, dude. Because I'm tired of fucking going to places with shittier food, shittier service, and they're just letting it go until the wheels fall off. Like, I don't like that, dude. Fucking close your fucking... Sh- close your close your establishment, okay? If you don't want to pay your workers, you know, a better wage so that you could maintain your staff, you know, and not have to keep hiring people and claim that there's a worker shortage. I, I, keep, I keep saying it, but, like, walk into In-N-Out or Chick-fil-A, two places that pay their employees very well considering what they're doing you know it's fast food people think like fast food minimum wage yeah sure it is but go to those places they are not making minimum wage they're making far above minimum wage and the fucking customer service is excellent in and out they're fucking awesome at customer service chick-fil-a awesome at customer service are they homophobic maybe a little do i know gay people that still eat there and say it's okay to eat there despite the fact yes it's one of those things, right? Like, you can support the art, but you don't have to support the artist, a.k.a. R. Kelly, a.k.a. Michael Jackson, allegedly, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm still going to listen to Michael Jackson. He didn't fuck my kid. I don't know if he fucked any kids. You guys know this. I don't know if I'm sold on Michael Jackson being a child molester. But, uh point is is i'm fucking tired of places using covid as an excuse as to why certain things aren't available or why their customer service fucking sucks dude if you're if you have a job and you don't like your job quit that fucking job dude i was talking about this on stage this weekend and not a lot of people were on board with it (laughs) i didn't bomb like i actually did really well this weekend got man I'm not tooting my own horn, you guys, but I'm at this, and and I've talked about it on here before, but I'm at this place where, you know, I write every day and I'm, you know, constantly trying to think of new bits and new ideas and incorporating them into my act as I start to eliminate like older parts of my act and stuff, you know, and you know, there's a couple jokes that I still go to because for me, I feel like it tells my story, you know, like my, my, I have a section obviously about my dad and, you know, I've been trying to talking about my dad for a few years now, but it's like, because it's, it's so important to me that people know, you know, where I came from and like, kind of like what I've overcome and stuff like I think that's important to people like like yeah like people go to a comedy club to laugh but I also like you know if I could throw some inspiration in there like hey yeah my dad fucking used to 
verbally and physically abuse me. My dad did drugs. My dad sold drugs. My dad was in prison. Like, my dad used to bully me. Like, all those things. Like, but I make them funny, obviously. Like, if you've seen me, you get it. But it's like, even though, you know, some of those jokes are, you know, a few years old, like, I keep little pieces of it in my act because for the most part, most of these people haven't seen me perform. And I want them to walk away, like, getting a good idea of who I am as a person. Like, where I come from, what I enjoy doing, what my life is like. You know, anyone that sees me for, you know, especially if they're seeing me do like anywhere from 30 minutes on, they're going to know, okay, my dad sold drugs, I'm Mexican, people thought I was gay, or maybe my dad thought I was gay, my girlfriend's from Oklahoma, like, I love the Dodgers, like, I'm going to find ways to incorporate all those things into my act so that people walk away they're like wow i know that guy i like that guy you know and now i'm going to follow him on social media and oh now i can see oops sorry now i can see the farm that he's talking about now i can see that he loves dodger games or he loves vampires or what you know i i try to talk about those things all the time because it one, it helps people learn who about who I am, but also, two, you know, it's memorable, you know? It's stuff that people can't necessarily take away. I mean, yeah, like, do I have stuff in common with other comics that they might talk about as well? Yeah, but, like, the, the main touching points, you know, not a lot of comics can, can claim, you know, a similar story than mine, you know? So, um, but my point was is that, you know, I'm just in such a place where, you know, to to think about where I can, you know, I'm I'm approaching. It's crazy to say this, but you know, in a little in a, in a little over a month, I will have been doing stand up for ten years already. Ten years, and am I famous? No. Should I have been? Yes. Um, have I made huge strides since when I started? Yes. Am I working more? Yes. Am I working a lot? Yes. Am I starting to headline at places? Yes. Like all those things, right? Um, and so it's just crazy that it's been 10 years almost. But I'm at this place where it's like I can go on stage and if I want to, I can absolutely destroy. Destroy. Like I could fucking crush and then I can also go up there and be like, okay, like, mm, this is going to be a little different. I'm going to work on some things here. Might not go that great. But, like, having the confidence to do that and know that I can still win the crowd at some point, even though I might have dug myself into a hole. But if you do it right, you know, you start off high, maybe bring them down for a little bit while you work on some stuff and then finish strong and they kind of forget that little lull that you had for, you know, three to five minutes in the middle. Um, but just to know that, like, I could go up there and no matter the situation, I could fucking, you know, I could I can level the crowd. Like, I fucking love it, dude. And it's funny because, you know, there were some crowds this weekend that were not, uh, not a lot of huge crowds on some of the shows that we had this weekend. And the MC, you know, great dude. I thought he was fine, you know. Um, but, like, he wasn't, like, bombing necessarily, but, like, 
you know, there were some jokes that he told that the crowd just didn't get for whatever reason. And so, you know, as I'm listening, getting ready to go up, I'm like, fuck, dude, these guys are going to be like hard to get. And then I would go up there and just fucking come out swinging. And I'm like, oh, okay, like he just maybe like doesn't quite know how to like really get the crowd, you know, which is fine. Like that's something that you learn over time, you know. Um, but I was, you know, there, there were a couple shows, one in particular where I didn't even get to like my closer because I was just having so much fun on stage and fucking around and, you know, I don't like to do crowd work, but like I can and I'm pretty good at it, but just being able to have the confidence in knowing, you know, I'm supposed to do 30 minutes on stage and, I don't need, like, I can pick from a whole catalog of shit that I have, and I don't need to do, like, this exact same 30 minutes every single time, and I could still win over the crowd, um, I can still do enough to sell my merchandise after the show, which helps me make more money, you know, and it's just a, it's a, it's a great place, like, like, literally, there's one of the shows where, I'm like, fuck, I didn't even get to do my closer, so I couldn't even sell the shirt. So my closer that I use right now, I tr- what I try to do is I tell this joke about Ashton where you know she and I got pulled over by the Border Patrol, um, and then that helps me sell the shirts that I sell that say I swiped white on them. And then I have like a new closer that I do after that. So I do my pitch, these are the shirts, blah, 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 come see me after the show, and then I have like another you know, three to five minute bit that I can do. I also have another closer that's even longer that I can do if I'm like headlining. But the point is I just have so many weapons to choose from. And it if it, just, it just feels good, you know, like I still get nervous before I go on stage, especially like if I'm at a place where I've never performed before. Um, or like in this sense, like I said, you know, the crowd wasn't necessarily super lively you know when i got on stage after the mc but and so then i'm like fuck dude like this is kind of i'm kind of nervous now because i don't know if they're gonna like me and then it turns out they did i just you just got to hit them with the right shit you know um so that was fun it's just like a cool place to be in and you know i'm confident in going on stage anywhere before anybody after anybody and knowing that i can just fucking do my thing like undeniably and, you know, hopefully sooner or later everyone sees that and I can start getting some more notoriety, some more followers, some more leverage so I can, you know, start booking bigger and bigger jobs and stuff. It'll come. I'm not like, I mean, to say that I'm not worried about it would be a complete lie. Like, yeah, like I'm I'm worried about it. Like, I know it's going to come. I just want it to come, you know, a little bit sooner. Like, like I said, you know, at this point it's been like 10 years, which most comics will tell you especially like the famous ones that's about how long it takes to really start making strides so it kind of makes sense that that's where i am right now because i'm just about to hit my 10 year and i i am making strides and i'm very proud of how far i've come like if you saw me do stand up in the beginning you know i was fine you know and i knew it like i i mean i felt like if i felt great and whatever but like you know fact of the matter is is I've gotten way better because I'm just gotten more practice over the last 10 years so you know but you can see the progression even like in my albums you know if you listen to my first album and then my second album and then watch my special you're like holy shit dude like 
I see where he's gone. And so it's nice to see that evolution in myself. And it's nice that other people see it, you know. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of people that have never seen me perform stand-up. You know, I have people that I'm related to, cousins, first cousins, that have never seen me do stand-up. I don't know why. They just won't come. Um, Just fine, you know. I got people in Ashton's family that have never come to see me do stand-up. Even though I'm performing right near them, still don't come. And, and that's a whole other thing altogether. You know, there's a maybe a handful of people from Ashton's family that have come to see me. Her mom and her stepdad, her future stepdad, they've come to see me. Uh, her step-siblings have come to see me. Um, like I said, her mom, her dad, uh, her sister have come you know, and then she has like uh, some cousins through marriage that have come to see me. They're they're big. Uh, they're 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 uh, part of the LGBTQ community, and so they love you know that I talk about you know gay rights and you know equality and all that stuff. So um, other than that, nobody else from Ashton's family has ever come to see me do stand up, which is mm, it's kind of interesting. You know, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Just know that, you know, maybe when the wedding comes around, there might be a couple invitations that might have gotten lost underneath the door or something. Because if you don't support my job, then why am I going to pay for you to come to my wedding? Is that me being petty? Fuck yeah, it is. (laughs) Ashton has already gone on record saying that she doesn't even want to get, like, have, like, a big wedding. She'd rather go to the courthouse or go to Vegas, which I'm not for. I don't like that at all. Um, If I'm going to get married, I'm going to do it right. When I get married, I'm going to do it right. And that just might mean that there's some people that I don't feel support me, that I don't feel the need to invite to my wedding. I think that's fair. Uh, That being said, a lot of you guys that are my friends, you better expect an invitation to come out to suck fucking see my wedding in Oklahoma. I'm getting married in Oklahoma when we get married. Because uh, it'll cost like $4. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, back to Wichita. Um, because I've been there so much. And oh, here's another thing too. So when I first started working uh, working that club in, like I said, 2017, there's a really nice YMCA that's like walking distance from the gym or from the club that I used to go to. They had like an agreement, you know, the comics could work out there for free and then the workers there, I guess, got free food or, or not free, like they got into the club for free. And then some point they kind of stopped doing that. So the last time I was there, they were like, yeah, you have to pay. And I want to say it was like, it's at least $15. Might have even been 20 You know, it's just like, I'm not, I don't want to fucking pay. And that's why I got, you know, I've talked about it on here before. But that was another reason that I got an Anytime Fitness membership because for some reason, like, Places like 24-Hour Fitness and LA Fitness, which I do still also have a 24-Hour Fitness membership. Um, In little towns, you know, there's not a lot of those gyms. But, you know, I've noticed that there were a lot of Anytime Fitnesses in a lot of different cities that I've been to, especially like the smaller cities. So that's why I got the Anytime Fitness membership. So when I came to this gym, or when I came to Wichita, you know, like I said, I usually work out at the YMCA but I wasn't going to pay to fucking work out there. Even though it's a really nice YMCA, I decided to just go to Anytime Fitness. So it was kind of across town, but I knew that it was there because I researched it ahead of time. You know, I think I talked about on here, before I go somewhere, 
uh, when I book a hotel, right, I make sure that the hotel has a gym. Or I look to see where the closest gym is. And so in this instance, before I came to Wichita, I looked where the, where the Anytime Fitness was. And there was one. Um, and I went. And it was, uh, it was okay. There was actually a decent amount of people there, which I was kind of surprised about. It was a Friday morning, but, you know, it was fine. It had everything I needed, which most Anytime Fitnesses do. They're all a little different but similar, you know, so it had what it need, what I needed, and that was fine, and then I ran eight miles on Saturday, which, again, because I've been there so many times, I knew that they have a nice little running trail along the river, the Arkansas River is what goes through Wichita, and they have this really cool um, sculpture, I guess, it's, I guess it's a sculpture, it's not really a statue, Maybe it's a statue. Honestly, let's Google it. <laughs> let's Google this. Key, it's called the Keeper of the Plains. Keeper of the Plains. It's a sculpture. Okay, it is a sculpture. I was right. Uh, and it's this really pretty uh, sculpture, big sculpture of a Native American um, who is, uh, the keeper of the plains, guarding the land, you know, and he's playing like a, like a, fl some kind of flute or something, some kind of instrument, I guess it's a native thing, I'm sorry, pardon my ignorance, but it's a really pretty, uh, sculpture, and at night it lights up, and it, they have, they do like fire around it, and there's like this really pretty bridge, and so like, you know, I can go on this run. Now, the fun thing slash not fun thing was every time I've been to Wichita in the past has always been in the winter time usually like in January or February so it's usually pretty cold and so as you guys know I talked about it a couple weeks ago but running in the cold for me you know once I get bundled up um, running in the cold is a lot easier than running in heavy heavy heat so usually it's pretty cold when I'm there and uh this is the first time I've been there in the summertime, and it was really hot. It was going to be 100 degrees, so I had to get out of my run really early. So I ran, like, at, I don't know, like 8 o'clock in the morning. Did, like, a, uh, like I said, 8-mile run along the river. Beautiful. By the time I got done, it was a little warm. You know, it was, like, probably, like, mid-90s by the time I finished. Um, but, like I said, you know, because I've been there before, I had, you know, when I was gonna, where I was going to eat where I was going to work out, where I was going to run, and it kind of helps me stay consistent, you know, so I encourage you guys to look for things like that, you know, like I said, it, I've always said it, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to go to the gym to take yourself, to take your health seriously and to stay on track, like you can just go for a run, you know, I like to lift and I like to do cardio, I like the best of both worlds, I like my muscles, but I also like my abs, so I got to do both, and you guys should do both too. You don't have to run eight miles, but, you know, you want to probably do some cardio to keep the fat off. Um, so, I knew that, and uh, then I, I had kind of anticipated that I was going to have a cheat meal or two while I was there. Um, and so, Friday... 
what did I eat on Friday? Oh, yeah. I, I wanted to go, um, there's this, like, pizza place that it's fine. It's not, like, the best pizza in the world, but it's fine. And when you're stoned, it's delicious. Um, and I went there on Friday, but it was closed. Like, it said, it, and the thing it said they closed at 2. So I went there at, like, one fifteen, and they were like, oh, the kitchen's closed. And I'm like, dude, the fucking... It closed at 2. Like, I would expect the kitchen to close, like, at one thirty or something. Whatever. So, what I ended up doing was uh, I asked the guy that worked at the club, like, is there good late-night food? And he said there was a taco truck a couple miles away. So, I drove to the taco truck, and that was closed. So, now I'm pissed. So, now I'm even more hungry and more stoned. So, then I, f- I Google late-night, and I find this other Mexican place that's open 24 hours, I go there, they had tacos, whatever, I got tacos, and I got a churro, because I fucking love churros, and (laughs) I had, uh, I got back to the place, the tacos were not great, you guys, I'm going to be honest, the tortillas were like, barely cooked, I like when the tortillas kind of get put on the grill, and they have like a a little bit of like char on them maybe you know like maybe they're a little bit crummy that you know they dip them in some oil and put them so they're a little like they're soft but they're like a little hard you know what i mean this was not that this was basically like tortillas that maybe they put in the microwave for a second like very soft corn i didn't like it um but the churro was really good so i was like okay well it wasn't really like a cheat cheat meal because i mean i guess the churro would count you know so then the next day um I went, I ended up going to the pizza place, but I had like a small pizza. So honestly, I don't even think I necessarily had a cheat meal that weekend, which is, you know, fine, I guess. It, it served a purpose, but, um, you know, I still worked out. I stayed consistent. And that's the important thing that I keep trying to say is just, you know, keeping that consistency, whether you're away from, you know, whether you're away for work or uh, whether you're away for um you know, vacation, like, you still have all day, you know, like, for me, you know, I had two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday, one show on Thursday, so I don't gotta be at work until 7.30, 8 o'clock, right, which means I have all day to do whatever, so of course I'm gonna work out, like, I still have, even though, you know, when I'm on, the thing I love about the road, I think I've talked, I've talked about it on here before, but, you know, when I'm home, I usually still have to work a little bit, have clients and whatnot, so I'm kind of, like, on the go, 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 but when I'm on the road, dude, all I have to do is go to my show. So I get to spend more time at the gym. And so my workouts are longer, which is great because then if I do have a cheat meal, it doesn't feel so bad because I know I was at that gym for, you know, two plus hours. Um, but, you know, I'm going to stay consistent because I still have, you know, okay, so I went to the gym. I'm done at like 11. Guess what? Now it's 11. I still have eight more hours to do whatever I want. And, you know, in the city where there's stuff to do. I would do more things, but since it was Wichita, I just spent a lot of time, you know, watching. I, I honestly, I don't even know what I did with the eight hours. Like, I kind of drove around a little bit and walked around. It was really hot, so I didn't want to walk around too much. But, you know, I've been there a bunch of times, and, you know, it is what it is. But I guess I just watched a lot of TV. I read a lot, wrote a lot, um, worked on working, you know, and stuff. But anyway, um, that's kind of it, you guys. Just wanted to check in. I think I'm having a guest for next week, it's still hard because I'm not in the Wi-Fi area, but I'm going to try to bring this person on. I can't make any promises, so you might get one more of just me, but 
I wanted to come back and, you know, I want to keep doing these every week, even whether I have a guest or not. Once I get back home, then I'll be able to have guests regularly again, but it's hard when I'm on the road and stuff and yeah. So anyway, um, if you're listening to this, which you are, um, I'm going to be in Tulsa next Wednesday, July 20th through Saturday, July 23rd. Uh, that'll be six shows at the Looney Bin in Tulsa. Then I'll come back home for a week or so. Um, and then I'll have some, I'm, I'm doing a show in, not in Seattle, but up near Seattle. I can't tell you exactly where it is. Um, I doubt I have people that are in that. Actually, hold on. Um, let's see. Hold on. I'll tell you right now where I'm going to be. I just got to go down through my emails. Need to be more organized. Well, I'm actually pretty organized. I just I know where it's at. I just gotta go in there. Um, nope, that's not it. That's not it. Um, yep. Uh, okay. Here it is. Saturday, August sixth. I'm gonna be in Chehalis, Washington, which is like from what I checked, about an hour and a half outside of Seattle. Peter, are you going to go to a Mariners game while you're up there? Yes, dude. That's the whole fucking point. Oh, I didn't get to go to St. Louis this week. Um, I was supposed to go to St. Actually, I was supposed to go to St. Louis today. Um, but um, just had some car issues with uh, my girlfriend's car on the way back from Wichita. I didn't even talk about that. Uh, I took it in to get it fixed. It's not going to be ready. And I tried to rent a car. And the rent-a-car place close to here does not have anything available because rental car places are selling their inventory or whatever and to go to Oklahoma City to rent a car is going to be too inconvenient because it just yeah so I'm actually not going to go to St. Louis until next month when I have to go to Kansas City I'm just going to add it on to there so we're still good there Um, but anyway yeah so uh, Wednesday July 20th through July Saturday July 23rd I'll be at the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Tulsa, and then Saturday, August 6th, I will be in Chehalis. Um, that's all I know. So if you're near Chehalis, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, that's where I'll be. And then I'll be in Kansas City, um, August third, August 12th, actually, um, at the Mini Bar. That's going to be a really fun show. I've got two girls on the show with me. It's going to be a really fun show. So if the Dodgers are going to be in Kansas City. If any of my Dodger fan friends are listening to this podcast as well, um, maybe think about making that trip. We're going to – we have a show Friday, um, and then Saturday is the Dodger game against the Royals. But also the Negro League Museum is in Kansas City, so I'm very excited to experience that. I'm trying to get the president up there on one of my podcasts, so look out for that. But anyway – um, you guys, I love you guys for listening, man. Thank you for listening. This has been the Camera Ed's 10 Pounds, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.